Okay, Rabbi said we're going to continue on Perky Yavas, Pesiyat Adishmaya. I don't even know what to call this Mishnah, because every single Mishnah has a different one. We said this before. So we're probably on Ches. Some people call this Zion, some people call this Tess, whatever it is. Rib Shimon Oimeh, Rabbi said. Listen carefully, it's a Gavaldic Mishnah, very important lesson for life. Rib Shimon Oimeh. Hamahalich Bederech. Okay? Person is going on the way, person is traveling on a journey, person is reaching his destination, he's traveling, he's going somewhere. So he's in the middle of learning. What else did you do on the journey? What else did you do on the way? You're learning. You're thinking about some Yisoyed in Moscow. You're thinking about some Torah. And you stop in the middle. And you say, listen to this, what I say. How beautiful is this wonderful tree? Isn't it gewaldic? It's so nice. Right, and then this whole this is a name is like a you know like a whole furrow of uh, produce and uh, all sorts of uh, vegetation. What happens? What a Chazal look at such a person? Mala olov hakosov kiilu mischayev benafshay. What does mischayev benafshay mean? Mischayev benafshay generally means you've taken your own life. You put in, you put your life in jeopardy. Why? Because you were on the way, you were on the journey, you were learning. You're busy in Yiddishkeit, in Rochnias, stopped, and you said, a beautiful tree. Because of that, Mishayev Benafshay. Now, what, 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 how do we understand that? For a few things, a few questions. Number one, is it so bad? So bad? Question number two is, isn't it a nice thing to say that Hashem's creations are nice? Isn't there a Yerushalmi at the end of Mesechtis Kedushin that we're all familiar with, that the Yerushalmi says, that a person is going to have to give din v'cheshbun on not seeing the Rabban Shem's beautiful world, you're going to come to Shemayim, Hashem's going to say to you, I understand, you didn't go and visit my beautiful Swiss Alps? You didn't go and see Niagara Falls? You didn't go and see the pyramids? You didn't go and see my beautiful world that I created? What's the matter with you? We're meant to enjoy this world. Obviously, within reason, at the right time, in the right place. Everything's got a time and place. But there's, there's something nice about appreciating the Rabban Shem's creation. So what is so bad about doing this. So I saw a very interesting marshal. And the marshal is, you know, many of us, or in fact all of us here, had the schos of visiting the Blind Museum um, in Cholon. And it was a beautiful experience. And I hope, I hope that all of us came out with a different feeling of our eyesight and appreciation of what the Rebbe gives us. Because when we weren't able to see anything, even with our eyes open, it was amazing. Everyone thinks when you walk in there, like you'll probably be able to, like, you know, yeah, you also thought that way. You'll probably be able to, like, like look at things. There'll be some lights somewhere along the lines, right? I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about someone who lights up, you know, puts on their phone for. No, no, no. I'm not about when, when you're in there, right? You probably all saw this. I wasn't with all of you because we had different groups, right? But we right, we were together, right? So it's much nothing. It's unbelievable. So could you imagine, right, a blind person? His senses are always, you know, much more, right? He, he's able to touch, he's able to smell, his hearing, he's able to sense more, right? No. How about, it is, how about such a guy, for example, that puts on a blindfold? What would you say about a blind person that puts on a blindfold and walks around? So what are you doing? You're only making it worse for you, not better. It's, maybe it's not even making a better bachlal. Maybe it's not even making it worse, but what are you doing? You're a shaita. So the moshe I saw was, you know, in life... And this is, he said that, by the way, this chapter, this parak, we've been going on a lot, right? Um, we speak his parak base. We're actually preparing for a parak gimel now, but whatever. The idea of this parak is Torah. 
Torah is an instruction of our lives. Torah shows us how to live on a practical sense. We discussed this, if you remember, before Shavuos. Before Shavuos, we discussed the Indian of how Torah instructs our lifetime. It's our life manual. It's the instructions of how to have an easy life, how to have a good life, how to have a successful life. That's what Torah is. People think the other way around. People think that if you keep the Torah, <coughs> it's annoying, it's hard. It's like, you know, suppressing. It's not true. Torah gives us our instructions. It gives us our life. And therefore, when a person's able in some level to see, and he's going on the way, and he's traveling, and he has Torah. Torah is his instruction manual. Torah helps him see in a spiritual sense. And he goes along, and he blindfolds himself. And he puts a blindfold on. He stops learning to do something like that. There's no life. That's what it means. Your, your, your life will not be the same living over here. And that's what the message over here, right? The, uh, the Rashbam, the Meiri, and others explain that the Mishnah is simply talking about Betel Torah. Stop, in the middle of learning, you stop learning. It, it's a beautiful thing to say, Hashem, how beautiful the Rabban Shem created the world. It's a wonderful thing, but not in the middle of learning. When you're in the middle of learning, when you're in the middle of Ruchnius, when you're in the middle of advancing who you are as a person, now's not the time to say, oh, I remember, there's a beautiful tree out there. No, no, no. That's how many of the Rishonim learn Pshat over here. The Me'iri has an addition to this. The Me'iri says the Mishnah is specifically talking about teaching when a person is traveling. Why? Because when you travel, it's hard to concentrate. Right? I, I don't know about you guys, but I'll talk on a personal level. It is hard to open up a Gemara on an airplane. What can I tell you? It's difficult. Right? We do it. How do we do it? Oh, but it's difficult. Well, it's difficult. Right, I have other things also I, I try to do. When I was a Bach, I used to make tzitzis. Always I kept on the airplane, yeah. I, I kept it because it's hard to... Uh, it's hard to... And on the Bach, it depends when. It depends. We're learning different things. Whatever it is, but it's hard to concentrate when you travel, right? It's hard to concentrate when you travel. So it says to me, specifically now, you're learning during traveling and you're stopping to say how beautiful... You know, chaval, chaval. Somebody, somebody actually showed me a picture recently that he took of himself learning on the aeroplane and the guy next to him was watching a movie. And he was saying, look, here it is. Right? I'm getting Chaya Olam Haba and this guy's stomach is wasting his time. Right? That's what it is. That's what it is. What? It could be he did, but whatever, that's enough to me. The idea is, says the Mi'iri, is that when a person is traveling, it's difficult to learn, and therefore a person has to be even more careful to make sure that he is always doing the right thing and going in the right direction. Okay, everybody say? That is the mission. Let me just have a second to see uh, if there's any more that we could say over here as well. Yeah, so there is a chassidish way of learning pshat in the Mishnah, that if a person goes on the, on the right path, on the straight path, and he constantly is involved in Torah, but if he interrupts, he breaks the connection between himself and the Rabboni Shalom, because, say the chassidish Shavarim, he selfishly uh, you know, holds his Torah learning to be his own learning, and therefore everything is about his own ego, so therefore he tainas that the Lashon of Mishnah, as we know, is, if you spell it a different way, what is it? If you spell Mishnah a different way, it's Neshama. Very good. It's about Neshama. And he says, how beautiful is this tree? Say the Chassidish Shesfarim. What does that mean? How beautiful is this tree? How beautiful am I? It's all about me. Because at the end of the day, we know, he ate to Asada. Adam is an, an, a tree. Adam is an eight. And therefore, when a person does that, and he has no relation to the Rabboni it's all about himself. He interrupts that connection that he has with the Rabboni But it's all about him. 
that person is because that person is not able to continue. But Rabbi said, I think the simple idea of this lesson is, is that we should all have a chashidus of Torah so much so that to interrupt learning, to interrupt our seder, is something that should be dear to us. And remember that Torah is the recipe, the instruction manual for life. Be'ez tomorrow, we'll continue with the next, next Mishnah.